Hello everybody and welcome to the middle of January. <laughs> um, the frost is gone and we had a lovely week of frost and snow and sadly we're back to the rain. I like the snow, I like the frost because it's dry. I know it's dangerous on the roads, I know, you know, I don't have to go out and drive and therefore I don't know what it's like, yeah, 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 blah, blah, blah. I'm saying I like the snow, I like the frost, I just like the cold, it's nice. What I don't like, which is what we have now, is cold, windy and wet. That's a bitch. But anyway, today's subject. Now, I know I've covered this subject before. But Nigel asked me to develop how you would set healthy boundaries. But let me say first that when we define what an appropriate behaviour is in a relationship, we have to remember that if you don't have healthy boundaries in a relationship, then it's not a healthy relationship. Because healthy boundaries will keep our behaviour safe for both sides. We also know that having healthy boundaries are very important for our self-care. Now, here's a question for you before we start. How many of you are self-caring? Or do you keep looking after other people? Stop it. Get a grip. Start looking after yourself. But just before I go into that, here's a little piece of music just to bring you into yourself so that you can hear what's being said. gonna find me a way to tell the things I know I'm gonna find me a way to give the love I own I watch the news every day but I wanna look away I'm gonna find me a way I know I got the drums and the rain banging up my heart I got the drums and the rain willing me to start I got the drums and the rain I'll never be the same I'm gonna find me a way Please tell me when, my friend, I'll pack the dreams that I have And get another plan, I'm gonna do what I say And never be afraid, I'm gonna find me a way I know Find me a way I know Find me a way I know oh, 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 oh. So how do we find a way to set healthy boundaries and to keep them? Let's take a little look at that. Now, one other thing to remember, and that is that boundaries will be different in each uh, person, 
each culture, different personalities, and in different social groups. I suppose here I'm talking about mainly about the Western culture. For example, setting boundaries for a business enterprise would be very different to boundaries for a night out with friends or for a different family gathering. However, some will overlap into values and beliefs where you set boundaries in different parts of your life, in different parts of your belief system. If I have a belief that drugs are wrong and harmful, I may set a personal boundary when around friends at a social gathering. Boundaries will be at the core of our expectations. And I mean here expectations around ourselves and others in different relationships. So just to explain what boundaries actually are. The best explanation I read, and I can't remember where I heard it, it was a line where it said, it marks the limit of an area. Basically, it means that there you've drawn a line in the sand or a line in your faith, a line in your belief that you personally do not want to go beyond. If I was to ask you, what is your physical boundary? What would you say? Well, obviously it would be your skin. However, we also have interpersonal boundaries that go beyond our physical bodies. For example, imagine someone invading your personal physical self. And because of that, it makes you feel uncomfortable. Well, different cultures may not see it in the same way. Or a lover may not see it and consider it in the same way. For example, if you and your partner are at a business meeting, it may not seem appropriate to give them a kiss. Whereas if you're in, pri- in private or in a family gathering, you may. So what are your boundaries? What do you consider to be the line that you will not cross? So boundaries in a relationship have, I suppose, an interpersonal limit that may be seen differently as different culture, social contexts, or even different personalities get involved. So how do we set personal, healthy boundaries? Would you believe if I told you it's not that difficult? The difficulty comes trying to keep them without slipping back into old ways or old behaviours. Well, firstly, the meaning of boundaries will require some awareness of self. We need to know and understand our expectations, both of ourselves and also to a degree of others. We also need to be aware of what is comfortable and what is not comfortable for us. And it also needs a good dose of skills in communication. And that's in order to be able to articulate proper assertiveness and to be clear. And assertiveness here, I mean able to express your feelings and emotions openly, but with respect. It is not, and I repeat, it is not about making a demand just to get what you want or to say what you need coming from um, your need in order to self-care. To do this, you must, one, be clear, but do not raise your tone. Two, say what you need directly. Three, listen to any dissenting responses. And take a step back to reflect. Four, after reflecting, without judgment, see if your need has changed. See if it has been met. Five, if no, then you may have to seek your need from someone who has respect for you. If yes, then you must see if that need was really a want and respond to that within yourself in an adult way. And remember, step number three is one that we can all get caught up in if we don't have good boundaries. 
or if we're in a codependency relationship, some of us can be poor pleasers. The fact that healthy boundaries were not set, we now as adults will again and continue to set unhealthy boundaries and they will lead to resentments, manipulation and even abuse. So what are considered healthy boundaries? Well, here's my list, but it's not exhaustible by any means. 1. Replying in the moment. 2. Not doing something you don't want to do or that goes against your value or your belief. 3. Expressing your emotions and feelings in a responsible way. 4. Solving problems directly with the person or people involved, rather than going behind their back. 5. Making what you expect clear, rather than assuming people can read your mind, which is most of us. 6. Where and when you feel it appropriate, discuss honestly your experiences. Remember, we have to be conscious that there are other types of boundaries in relationships like uh, physical, time, emotional, material, mental, conversational and of course internal. Let's take a look at a couple of these. The number one, physical, which is personal space or your physical body. Let's start with that one. And you might even say, I would prefer if we don't hug as I don't really know you. Number two, your time. How much time will you spend with somebody or doing something with somebody? And the words you might use, now I can only stay for 30 minutes. Number three, emotional. How available are you to others? You might say, as much as I want to support you at this moment, I don't think I'm able to do that. Number four, material. It's about things, money, giving and lending. And you might say, you already borrowed so much money from me last week, so not right now. Number five, mental. You might say, I respect your opinion, although I have to disagree. Number six, conversational. Those may be topics that you do or you do not feel comfortable with having. And you might say, do you know, I'd rather not be a part of this conversation at the moment. And finally, number seven. Internal. This is about self-regulating your energy, especially the energy on yourself, but also on others. And you might use the words, I have been very social all week or all day, so I need some time to myself right now. Now, with all these in mind, remember, if we can hold and look after these healthy boundaries, then these parts of ourselves will really thrive. However, if we allow our boundaries to be broken either by ourselves or by others, then our personal value and worth will be reduced and lessened, especially when we notice the breakage and we don't address it. We have to regain and strengthen our boundaries. And sometimes we have to withdraw, especially if it is with people who repeatedly try to break our boundaries. We might even need to change the relationship altogether. Setting boundaries, for example, at work has gotten worse over the last few years for different reasons. But one reason is we might be seeking attention or friendship from co-workers. When we set boundaries at a place of work, it will always begin from the moment that we're at an interview for the position. Now, here's a couple of tips that might be helpful to remember. Then again, they might not. Number one, know what your personal boundaries are first. Because these will outline your values and your goals. If you're not clear of your own boundaries, 
then it will leave you open to others maybe not respecting you or respecting what you consider to be your boundaries. And of course, we know that this will lead to discomfort, anxiety, stress, and even frustration and resentment. Two, be clear and upfront, yet remaining professional. Don't allow yourself to get caught up in gossip about another co-worker. Number three, be clear about your standards, both at work and outside of work. Four, keep all work colleagues professional, as much as you would like to become best friends with some of them. It will leave your boundaries blurred and out of focus, which will cause problems in the future. Number five, begin to feel that it's okay to say no. Number six, make sure that you take your time off. Now, as I said earlier, this list is not exhaustible, it's not exclusive, but it would, in my opinion, be the most important to have healthy boundaries. So what about boundaries, especially in friendships? Now, some of the ones I've mentioned above, actually all of them, are automatically included. But there are a few more to be added. Now, some boundaries may change as your life changes and when situations change in your life or your priorities change. For example, your priorities around your time and your energy, the time you spend on your friendships, they will all change. And as you get older and maybe start a new family, you'll have less time to be spent with your friends. Now, there are maybe at least three ingredients to a healthy relationship, such as positivity, then consistency, and of course, our old favourite, vulnerability. There are also at least three main boundary types that would be helpful to remember and necessary to begin to hold to develop healthy relationships. These would include conversation, contemplation and energy. Let me ask you this. What causes trouble in an intimate relationship? I believe part of it is when we make assumptions around shared values and goals. Remember, boundaries are not in any shape walls. Never have been, never will be. The behaviour we use that erects these walls, like, and we spoke about this a couple of weeks ago, called ghosting. That is to cut somebody off without an explanation. Or giving the cold shoulder to someone is actually, or can be, emotionally abusive. So a little conclusion to all this is this. Self-care is part of setting a healthy boundary because healthy boundaries will ultimately create healthy boundaries and will create healthy boundaried relationships that are genuine and trusting. Because remember, when you start this journey, you may also feel guilty or even a little bit, I'm being selfish because I want to look after me. This can be quite normal depending on your situation. However, it is necessary for you and your mental health to set healthy boundaries as we continue to interact with other people in our lives. And remember, regardless of who the other person is, we constantly interact. You're walking down the street, you meet somebody, you smile with them, you've just interacted with that person. You wave at a car because you recognise somebody in the car, you have just interacted with that person because they wave back. So begin with self-care. And set some personal boundaries and then keep them. Remember, it's consistency. As you grow in confidence around holding them, they will increase your confidence in being consistent in keeping them or adapting them with friends and increase the trust, the values and strength in all your friendships. I hope this answers some of the questions that were asked. And just before I go, I wanted to let you know something. I just got the statistics back 
um, from the hosting site I put the podcast on and I was very surprised at the statistics. And I'm not usually one for statistics. But here you go. These podcasts are listened to in 82 different countries and territories. And they go from, obviously, Ireland, United States, United Kingdom, Australia, Canada, India, Germany, Finland, Brazil, France, even Belgium, Saudi Arabia, Serbia, Ethiopia, Poland, the Czech Republic, Israel, the Cayman Islands, Japan, Indonesia, Austria, the Dominican Republic even, and many, many more, including Sri Lanka, Algeria, even Russia. And I want to thank everybody who listens and passes these on. We never know who we're helping when we pass it on. But obviously, people are interested in learning about themselves. So please share it on your Facebook. Shove it onto your Instagram. Whatever. Pass it on because you never know who you're going to help. Little did I know that I'd end up being listened to in Jordan and Hungary or Malta. Or even I've got one listener in Vietnam. That's spreading positivity. Something that somebody can learn from and use in their own life. So thank you, everybody. And I will talk to you in two weeks' time. I won't be around next week. Stay safe. Stay well. Namaste. I cross this land. I cross these seas. I
in 